Welcome to the Pre-PT Grind Podcast. Before we begin this episode, we would like to thank you for choosing to invest time and knowledge into yourself as a pre-PT and future physical therapist. This episode has been sponsored by our new Acceptance Navigator series, which is a free four-part video pre-PT series where we teach you exactly how to dominate as an applicant by learning the new way to PT school acceptance. Learn how to finally get into the driver's seat as a pre-PT and not leave your acceptance to chance by shooting in the dark and hoping for the best as an applicant. This series is the most value we have ever given away and it's free at www.acceptancenavigator.com. That's www.acceptancenavigator.com. Don't miss out on your chance to get in the driver's seat of your acceptance. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the rest of the podcast episode. What is up, everybody? Hope you're doing well. If you want to stand out, as all of you do, you may want to pay attention to this segment of the podcast. So as you probably heard, many of our Accepted System students have been guests on our podcast before. And as you have heard as well, some of our Accepted System students and alumni help produce this very podcast that you're listening to. But subsequently, many of our Accepted System students have actually gone on to help other physical therapist professionals with their podcasts and with their online businesses using podcast editing and the skills they've learned with podcasting. So I say all that to say this, if you're interested in getting into podcasting to stand out, whether that's creating your own podcast or helping someone else, a physical therapist, a physician, another healthcare professional with their business using podcasts, I highly, highly recommend using Anchor. Anchor is the easiest, the easiest way to make a podcast. We've used other platforms before, but Anchor by far is the easiest. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place. Listen, for free. Yes, for free. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free which you can use right from your phone or computer. Creation Tools allows you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. As you guys are probably listening to this, some of you have listened to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you know, so on and so forth. It distributes it everywhere. So that helps a ton. So you can easily also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So if you're interested in making your own podcast for yourself or, you know, you're working with a clinic or you, or if you're an intern or a tech or an aide or a front desk staff and you want to stand out in any way possible and you think podcasting would be a great way to do so, use Anchor. Use Anchor. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started and stand out. Enjoy the rest of the episode. We are live. How y'all doing? How you guys doing? Happy New Year to everyone that has not had a chance to hear from uh, from any of us <laughs> over the last few days. Uh, it's already 2020, which is amazing. I'm actually looking on my phone now, making sure that we are actually live in the pre-doc page. Uh, but as you guys are joining us, um, hope everyone is doing absolutely amazing. Um, shoot, usually January, like the beginning of January, everybody is like super energized and and hyped up, uh, but but what we want to do is this year 
we don't want y'all to ever have that drop off because what normally happens, Niasha, is literally like January, everybody's locked in, everyone's working out, everybody's focused on their application. And then February comes and the doubt creeps in, March comes, April, May, June, July. You know, like we don't want that for y'all. So uh, we have a, a, a spectacular series that we're currently in. This is the fourth episode. It's the Pre-PT Inspire series. And tonight I'm extremely excited to be bringing in one of our, uh, a good friend of mine, a leader inside of the Pre-PT Grind community um, and, and an absolute rock star. You guys are gonna hear her story tonight and really just the ups and downs. But we have Niasha Abrams here tonight. Niasha, how are you feeling? I am really, really great. I'm super excited. Um, it, 2019 has been a heck of a year, but 2020 is looking like a sweet one. So I'm really stoked. I mean, yo, 2020 is, is looking real good, real good. I mean, shoot, I know you have a lot of things to talk about tonight, but, um, and something that happened today that you might want to drop on everybody as well. But, but, but tonight, I want y'all to hear the good and some of the bad from Niasha's story. And the reason why we do this is this. For, for those of y'all that have never followed Pre-PT Grind before or you're new, the reason why we're doing this is because we have all been fed a lie as pre-PTs. The lie is, if I don't look as good as the next person, my chances of getting into PT school are lower. If my GRE score is not what it should be, then I don't have a shot at getting into PT school. If my GPA is not what it should be, I don't have a shot at getting into PT school. And so in 2020, we are going to help you break those false beliefs. That's exactly what they are. And we're doing it not by just saying, hey, Casey and Joseph is just gonna come here and just encourage it. No, 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 no. We're gonna show you people that have done it. People that have had the same fears. Niasha's is, she's gonna tell you in a little bit what hers was. The same fears, the same feelings you get, the, the same anxieties you guys get. Y'all, it's normal. It's absolutely normal. Don't let your advisor, don't let anyone ever convince you that it's not. Don't let a family member convince you that the, the fears you're feeling are, are, are telling you that all of a sudden you might not be a PT, like it, it might not be your profession, or it might not be your career path. Don't, don't believe that for one second. So if you're here and you're saying, y'all, I want PT, but I need to figure out how to get myself to the other side, then you're in the right place. Is that fair, Niasha? Is that yeah. fair for me to say? Perfect, perfect. Well, well let's dive in. So, so Niasha is, um, was a pre-PT, now has been accepted into PT school. But before we get there, Niasha, tell us a little bit, because I love to hear about why people chose physical therapy. Uh, like, wh why did you get into the profession to begin with? Like, what, what drew you into it? Uh, is this something you figured out, you know, a year ago, or is it something you figured out a long time ago that you wanted to get into? Um, I, I stumbled across physical therapy because I was curious about the human body and I thought I wanted to be a, um, MD because mm. of that reason. And so I kind of was curious and then I was like, wait, I kind of like animals, but I like science somewhere in that realm. Um, and through that, I actually volunteered at the time I was in, was it elementary school? No. Uh, junior high school uh, around eighth grade and the requirement in order to graduate was that we volunteered at a facility that we wanted to find a career path in so I decided to vet and I did a volunteer day at a veterinarian facility and 
I hated it. <laughs> I immediately was like, this is not it. It's not going to work out. Um, I can't communicate with the dog. I don't know what the dog is feeling. <laughs> it was just not a good match. And so I was panicking and trying to figure out where on earth to do my hours. And I had, um, my grandmother knew somebody that owned a physical therapy clinic. And he said, you know, just finish up your hours just for the sake of doing your hours and just do it there. Hmm. And I went and my very first day I fell in love. I saw, you know, treatment um, being worked on in patients and seeing the patients so thankful and just very warm and um, appreciative of what the work that the, the therapist was doing yeah. made me realize that's something I want to check into. How convinced were you at that point or did it take a few years to really like fully fall in love with it? I, I felt as though I knew, I just didn't know how, if that makes sense. Because hmm. this was, this was eighth grade, so I won't age myself too much, but it was a while ago. <laughs> and so I, I don't think I even knew other physical therapists. And I think at the time, the physical therapist that I was working with had a master's. So mm -hmm. different, right? We all need a doctorate now. Um, and it was just a while ago. So I think for me, just not knowing how to get to there, to that point that I wanted, um, was yeah. a big, was big. Oh, wow. For those of y'all watching, did anyone know that early on? I sure didn't. <laughs> like, like, I don't think I found out, uh, you know, even what PTs were until my junior year in high school. But but has anyone who's watching, whether live or on replay, have any of y'all, like, did any of y'all, like, decide that PT was pretty, pretty much what you wanted that early, like eighth grade, maybe even ninth grade? Because that's that's amazing to, to, to have known that early that that's what you wanted. But but you still had quite a bit to get through before you got to the point where you are right now, right? You had no idea though. You were like, shoot, I love it. It's beautiful. I'm just, I'm just, I, I love it. <laughs> Little did you know. So, so let's dive into the next part. The struggles, like what, now, like you wanted to be a physical therapist for so dang long, girl. So long, right? So, so what, like what now were the biggest struggles or what, was, what were your biggest fears on your journey now as as a pre 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 PT, pre PT and now a pre PT that has recently gotten accepted, like what was your biggest fear? What was your biggest struggle? And that's the part I, I love to talk about because that's where most of us are. And 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 if we're not able to talk about that in public, then it's like like we like no one ever gets to hear that they're not alone and they're not the only ones going through it. So what was your biggest struggle? So I'm gonna start from high school because that, that's kind of where the journey started. Better do it. <laughs> So, um, I had a pretty rough high school experience. Um, I grew up in South Queens and for those that may or may not know, it was a school with a lot of graduates, but not a lot of people were graduating. And it was actually, the school itself was named New York City's um, top ranking issued schools. So issued schools are like, they're having problems. They're about to shut it down. Um, whether that be, you know, gang related, low grades, fights. Um, so for me, that was something that was a struggle because I didn't even know if I was going to graduate, let alone um, go to physical therapy school. So that was one huge hurdle that I had to tackle and not, no one knew what physical therapy was. Hmm. No one, no one was aspiring to go to medical school. No one was, was aspiring to do things. Um, so that was really isolating in itself. Yeah. Um, and then going off to college, I didn't know what major to even major in. 
Hmm. Um, I did my own research and I thought I was going to do biology. I was like, it's science. People say pre-med type major. Um, and so I started doing biology and I absolutely hated it. <laughs> and I don't know, it was just too much plants. It's just too much plants, too much plants. I don't care what anyone what says. <laughs> I'm not knocking it. If, if that's your major, I give it to you. But it was just, I love the human body. I like to explore that pathway. For me, it was just not the right fit. Um, and at the time I was in a dance company and one of my dance instructors was actually a graduate from Cal State Northridge who had a bachelor's in kinesiology or a master's. And she expressed to me, you know, the possibilities of kinesiology kind of opening that door because I, I've honestly never heard of it. And through that, I did some research. And I was like, this is perfect. This is literally to a T what I love because I've always been in sports. I've always been um, in dance. I've always been in cheer. So movement, and the human body is something that was really fascinating to me. And that's why I wanted to be like kind of be in physical therapy as well. So it started from there and trying to navigate what major to even start with. And I love kinesiology. I wouldn't have done it any other way. Like, I don't even know how you did it <laughs> because to be in an environment where nobody even wanted, like high school, let's start with that. Like to be in an environment where nobody even like, knew, like, like it's almost as if it was just like a predetermined loop that I was just kind of there, right? Like where if no one else wanted to go further than that. And I was talking to uh, one of my good friends, DJ, who's from Buffalo. And he was saying the same thing. Like a, a lot of his peers just didn't, like, there's nobody he grew up with that is uh, like a professional, forget even college. And, and so sometimes it's like, you get to the other side and you're like, shoot, how, how did I get here? Like, what did I do differently? And, and I'm sure you have a lot of those feelings, Niasha, right? Definitely. So, Definitely. I was looking and it's just, it's almost surreal. Mm, now let's go a little further. So now you're a little further in the process. Kinesiology is what you've chosen. Like what became your struggles then? What have you struggled with the most from the moment where you went down you said, bump biology, because it's just a bunch of plants, right? <laughs> you go down the kinesiology route. Hey, let, let's say like it is. <laughs> we gotta say it like it is, fam. So, so I'm so, so sorry, bio majors. <laughs> listen, we love what we love, right? But, 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 but from that moment, from that moment, up until now, what now has been your biggest obstacle? What have you struggled with the most now, throughout this last bit of it? To ultimately get you into PT school? There were a couple of things. So name them all. The first thing was the isolation factor. Hmm. Um, when I started out on college, I went to a JC, a junior college. Yeah. And it was fairly small. And there weren't a lot of pre-physical therapy students. Most people didn't even know what kinesiology was, <laughs> um, let alone like physical therapy as a field. And to this day I still have to explain it to people. Yeah. Um, and so that was one big struggle. The, the next was trying to figure out like what classes to take, like trying to use resources online, which at the time weren't a lot, and trying to make sure I'm making the right moves to set up my future. Should I be taking these bio classes super, super early or should I wait until I'm almost done with my undergrad to take these, um, these classes? And what classes are gonna expire? Like those are things that I had to navigate on my own and and completely solo which which was really difficult um 
And then once I kind of navigated that, it's like, okay, great. I have my, my bearings, but no one else looks like me. This is scary, you know? And, and not being able to have a different type of connection was something that kind of scared me as well because we all come from different walks of life. We all come from different backgrounds and trying to aspire to, to change uh, people's lives in a, in a field and not having that reflected back is something that I struggled with. Wow. I know you, you, you and I talk about this a lot. Um, just representation, right? Yeah. Definitely. Not having that. What, what did that feel like for you to not have that? To not have the ability to kind of see that in the profession or in the people around you? I think it was, it was kind of a feeling of like, dang, I'm already trailblazing that is. This is another thing I gotta, like, this is another load I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta carry on. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot to think that that that, that burden now lays with you. Um, and there's so much innovation and so much I, I wanna bring to the field. I felt overwhelmed and like, well, this is just another thing that I gotta just bring along with me. Mm -hmm. um, and just honestly seeing somebody else's viewpoint that would relate differently, hmm. right? Um, because we all have a different understanding and perspective and being able to relate to a different level and understanding that's okay. Wow. Understanding that, that if I'm working with a certain demographic of patients that I'm going to relate differently to them and that's okay. There's other patients I'm going to learn from, right? Because through that knowledge and that education, but there's going to be times that I'm going to relate differently. And I would love for a patient to walk into my room and be able to connect and feel comfortable. Um, and so that was one thing that I, de I definitely struggled with. Man, this speaks to like, this is just not talking to, to, to people who are minorities, but like that speaks to one of the biggest reasons why a lot of us as pre-PTs are stuck. Let's talk about it. Like the, the, the biggest thing is like in anything, if we don't see someone else that looks like us, this is why we're even doing these series, right? Just, just to show y'all people that like sound like you have the same struggles as you, but, but, but think about it, think about it, think about it. For me, for example, I didn't see my first black PT until I was a PT, right? So, so all of a sudden that shifts a lot of different things, right? But, but it's the, like, it's also there when it comes to things that we're struggling with, like with rejection. If I've been rejected before, unless I've seen someone that has also been rejected, unless I've seen someone that has crushed it, regardless of what they went through and them having looked like me, like there, there's so much power in that. If I see someone that had gotten rejected, looked like me, had a similar GPA background, all these different things, and then they got in, my my belief in myself goes up, right? So, so it's the same thing with, with not like us not seeing other black PTs. It's the same thing with like, like it's also there when it comes to other academic struggles, like, like, like having extremely low GPAs, like students that have never seen someone with a GPA below a 3.0 getting into PT school are thinking, shoot, I don't see anyone like me. Guess what that means? That means PT might not be for me anymore. Maybe what mom and dad have been telling me about picking a different profession, Maybe that's true. Maybe what my advisor told me when they pretty much told me that, you know, like, like my application was not going to go through and schools were gonna just like toss me to the side. Well, maybe, maybe it's true, but 
But what if I see someone that looks like me? What if I see another student that had a really low GPA? Maybe a 2.4, maybe a 2.8, maybe a 2.7, and they got in. Huh. Oh, like, so, so, so what I'm saying, Yasha, is I love the fact that you touched on that. And the, the last time we did a live stream, we went into that deep because that's, that's such a big missing part in physical therapy, right? It, it, it's such a, like, for those of y'all listening right now, whether live or on replay, like, I want y'all to dominate your pre-PT journey for two reasons. One, because you want to, <laughs> and you want to get into the profession. I mean, I mean, let's be real, right? Number two, because someone else needs you. Like, they might not be a pre-PT yet, or they might be. And all they're waiting for is to hear your story of how you got into PT school, regardless of all the obstacles you face. In PT, like, we do such a bad job of that in physical therapy. Everything is just about look the part, look this way, look that way. Like, and all of a sudden, the people that are struggling the most, honestly, the people that have the ability to have significant impact never actually enter into the profession. They quit way too early. I mean, I'll tell y'all this, like, if Nyasha had quit, one, her eighth grade dream would have gone to the, you know, the crapper. But, but the honest truth is, like, me knowing Nyasha as, as the person she is, PT would have been missing out. Thank you. Shoot, the programs that have already accepted her, we'll get to that they'd be missing out. So do y'all see why it's so important? Why it's so important to push? Why it's so important to start asking different questions and saying, shoot, if I haven't seen someone like me, man, like maybe I'm looking at the wrong places, right? Maybe I'm looking at the wrong places. So, so Niasha, I appreciate you sharing that. The, 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 the last thing is um, you applied. You had applied before, right? Yes. And so I was that low GPA student. I didn't even have a 3.0. And my first time applying, everyone was like, oh, you'll be fine. You're doing this. You're doing all this other stuff. You'll be fine. It's all good. You'll be fine. I was not fine. It was, it was not okay. <laughs> I, I messed up in so many ways. Not only um, was my GPA low, I made a lot of errors in just like the application process period. Um, I sent my GRE scores to the wrong schools. Like not the wrong school, but like the wrong code. <laughs> and I didn't even know it until after the fact. <laughs> um, so that was like, may as well flush money down the toilet. And I was just getting burned out. I was getting super, super burned out and I was getting frustrated hearing the same thing. Because what I didn't understand was, all right, so I, I, I apply, don't get in. Everyone's like, oh, just retake classes. Retake classes. Just keep taking, take, keep taking as many classes as you possibly can. And <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm just gonna keep taking classes. Any specific classes? No, just keep taking more classes. That's cute. Okay, credit card, keep swiping. <laughs> and it, I was just burned out. I was like, okay. And then I saw, I, I, I took a minute and I realized, and I walked in on, on another pre-PT that I also didn't get in. And I was hearing the same advice. I was hearing, you just need to go take more classes. And then I sat back and I thought, I was like, but if you're telling him that, and you're telling me the same thing, how are we any different? Yo, I wish this was tea. I'd be sipping it. Like, I'd, I'd just be just... This but it's a thousand percent <laughs> true. Like, yes. I, I really... like. Oh You're goodness. making this the same person. Like, how how is this gonna better us? 
how is that going to better me as an individual, not like just outside of the realm of PT or just period? How is that going to help? And then I was like, there has to be something else. There has to be a different way that I can break that mold that everyone was trying to put us into. And it wasn't ill will. It wasn't, you know, to be malicious that these people were giving this advice. They just didn't know better. They didn't know what else to say. I was talking to a PT today who was, who, who was advising a pre-PT. She said, I honestly didn't know what else to tell her than take more classes. For those of y'all listening right now, how many of y'all have heard the same thing? If you've heard the same thing ever, just comment me below. Me below. I just want to see how many of y'all have heard the same story that Niasha just shared. Just retake classes. And y'all, there's nothing wrong with retaking classes. There's nothing wrong with it. But, but can I share an example that I shared with another student tonight, Niasha? So I, so I, so I was on the phone with the... I get on the phone with with students that are inquiring about the accepted system, um, and there, there's a student I got on the phone with yes today and yesterday, and this is this is what <laughs> what I shared with them. Uh, Y'all, I have an absolutely amazing wife. Uh, uh, she's just the greatest in the world. Her name's Eliana Googie, right? She got my name now. Uh, but <laughs> so so my wife is amazing, right? So so the the example I gave was this. I was like, okay. So let's say I didn't have a wife yet. Let's say I did not have someone that I was like, yo, like this is like my ride or die and like, okay, cool. And let's say I didn't have anyone I was dating, nobody I was talking to, nothing, right? Okay, so, so now let's say my friends thought to themselves, let's hook Joseph up. Let's set Joseph up with, 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 with some people that, that he'd be interested in and then hopefully it works out. What if they put me in a room of 100 people, 100 women, and they said, all right, Joseph, just be here for two hours, talk to all of them, and hopefully by the end of the night, you'll find the one. Or what if they also decided, you know what, instead of that, let's find Joseph's one to two people that match his personality, that are that's interested in the same things he's interested in, and let's actually match him up with the right people. Niasha, which, which group do I have a higher chance of finding the one with? The one that actually has the concentrated group. Okay, exactly. What most pre-PTs don't understand, and y'all have to hear this. So, 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 so a lot of y'all have heard the same thing. The issue with the way pre-PTs have been taught by PTs you're shadowing, by your advisors, by everyone y'all probably know up until this point, is you've been taught to apply the way I just, like that, that first example of me being in a room of 100 women, it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't. It's like if someone says, hey, Joseph, yeah, just, just, just talk to them about what they like. Just, just talk to all of them about what they like. Well, the honest truth is after that two hours, could I possibly get lucky? Yeah, maybe. But what are my chances? What am I like? Well, the odds are very low. So then what happens is we start like getting into the cycle where just like you said, Niasha, the first time you applied, you end up like applying and then things don't go your way and you're like, what the heck did I do wrong? Okay, let me go retake some classes. I, I apply again, what went wrong? And now, now, now what happens is, now we, we start feeding ourselves this lie. And the lie is, oh, that must mean that I'm not supposed to be in PC because I did everything I was supposed to. I did everything I was taught. And that's, that's, that's the biggest thing. So for you, you started hearing that, you started questioning. 
What did that lead to? It led to a heck of a lot of self-doubt and toxic comparison. I was constantly like asking like other pre-PTs, like what, what does your application look like? What is your GPA? Like, and it was purely quantitative, purely quantitative. It didn't really take into account the other factors of application just because I constantly kept hearing the narrative of, you know, GPA, GRE, that's it. GPA, GRE, GPA, GRE. And I was like, there has to be something else. Like they'll at least consider, like, please give me an interview. If you just give me an interview, I will show you. I will show you, you won't regret it. And I bet a lot of PPTs feel like that. If they could just get in a room with somebody just to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with them and talk to them so that they can see that I'm more than just this piece of paper that you see. Mm. And I think that's one thing I absolutely love about what you guys have done is you guys have created this funnel in which we communicate to the schools like we were having a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Like we're having that interview even before we have that interview, physical interview. So what and you're saying, it, like it's possible to actually be a match for programs? Like I don't have to be like everyone else? Definitely not. You do not have to fit into that cookie cutter realm that everyone's just trying to shove you down yeah she all. said it not me <laughs> she said it herself how many of y'all are stuck in that like in that cycle right now or how many of you have been struggling with that how many of you guys have been comparing yourself to other pre-pts on a constant basis because you're nervous as heck it happens i feel good you know and then you end up like doing yourself a disservice you end up doing your other gifts and your other talents a disservice because you're trying to fit into this preconceived cookie cutter and no one else can see your talents maybe you're good at art maybe you're you know you used to be a soccer player maybe you used to do a whole bunch of other things there was a whole life that we had before we started this profession it's a great profession nonetheless but what else what else is there to you yeah y'all Niasha speaking straight truth um Niasha you're you're obviously one of our alumnus in the accepted system um, and like, so, so what now, obviously, like you've already said, this is a non-traditional way of applying. Like what, what led you to start looking and searching for non-traditional guidance? Like after you hit that point, I would definitely say just the fact of there has to be something else. And one, and then on top of it, honestly, I was frustrated with the field a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Hey, so like it is. <laughs> <laughs> because pre-PTs think that the cookie cutter ideology is only for pre-PTs, but it's for PTs too. Like, and, and I don't want to say it's just PTs. Like now that I'm thinking about it, I would say the whole medical community, the whole medical field, because I, I've even spoken to people that say, you know, you're supposed to be a doctor or you're going to be a doctor or something like that. You, you should be X, Y, and Z. Why? Who, who created this rule book that we're all suddenly following like drones where did this, where did this start? And I was frustrated with the field because I, I was seeing the change that we're having, like the technological advances and how we can communicate to one another, how we can impact other people's lives. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is another bag I'm gonna have to carry on myself. Oh no, oh no, this is a lot. Yeah. And I was feeling super overwhelmed because there's a certain level of stagnation, hmm. right? And I always say, 
if you don't get with the times, you get left behind. And there was, I think, a just a, a stillness. And I don't think it's anyone's fault per se. I just don't think there was like enough guidance. And it's great that there is now that no one was doing anything. Mm. It was like, okay, you get your your master's, you get your doctorate, you know, you you work here or there, you do a little part-time, I do a little pro diem on the side. <laughs> and then, you know, you chill and retire. And I was like, well, where's the create, where's the innovation? I think that was for, for me, that was super, super frustrating. Where's the innovation? Mercy. In the field. And actually I was, I was at Ross earlier today. I might post it. And there was a bed cushion. I took a photo of it. It's a bed cushion, right? For your uh -huh. knees, you know, it helps yep. your hip, right? People have that problem all the time. I, I used to hear it. You know, and PTs would suggest, you know, just take a pillow and just squish it in between your legs when you're going to sleep. Yep. Great, great solution. Guess who made this? This pillow that we as physical therapists are supposed to be pretty inventive with the human body, connecting to the human body. Guess who, who, guess who made this? This uh, pillow that is suggested constantly from physical therapists. No idea. Sharper image an electric company. What? <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Electronic company mm -hmm. is 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 making something that we as that physical therapists yeah. should be able to promote to our, our patients. Wow. An electric company, a, a, a electronics. And so I, I, I think as a pre-PT, I was so frustrated because I saw the potential that physical therapy could have. And nobody would do it. PTs yeah. are innovative. PTs, pre-PTs are absolutely innovative. I'm actually yeah. super excited to see the next generation come through because it, there has to be a change. There has yeah. to be. Dang girl. Shoot. How'd you so 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 how how did how did you find us then? Like how did we start this journey to where now you are the person you are today? Because I want us to in a few seconds talk about your acceptance day. Because through all this, you had the frustrations of like as a pre-PT and the rejection and having had this dream since eighth grade to seeing that like PT, yo, like not only am I struggling with the fears of potentially like getting rejected again, but I'm also seeing that PTs aren't taking advantage of like what they could be in the profession and, and, and they're not being innovative and they're not pushing. Like y'all, like we've seen the profession evolve through a few generations, but like right now she's right. Like Nyasha, you're right. Like it's, it really did stagnate. So, so you started looking for other people that were being innovative, but more importantly, you were also looking for clarity and, and, and direction. How, how did we like, how did we come to, to chat? I think the first thing was finding Greg Todd on mm -hmm. social media. Mm -hmm. um, it, it was a moment where it, he saved me from exiting PT. He a thousand percent saved me from exiting PT because as mentioned before, I was frustrated with every single thing that I mentioned. And he was the only one that I saw that was going against the grain of what the traditional narrative was, um, primarily with the entrepreneurial physical therapy. And I've always been an entrepreneur and I've always been somebody that doesn't accept the traditional narrative but it has been beaten into me time and time again. And I was getting tired. And so thankfully I did find Greg. And I think through Greg and 
ex exploring um, physical therapists online is how I found you guys. Mercy. Yeah. Girl, I, I'm proud of you. I'm glad you didn't leave the profession. <laughs> I, 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 I really am glad you didn't. Um, and, and, and once we started working together, how did the acceptance, how did the accepted system help you solve a lot of the problems that you were facing? The, the fear of rejection, the, 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 the bits of you know, your application process as a whole that you were really not finding solutions for. How, how did that program help you with that? For me, the first thing was definitely the guidance with just the pure application of PTCAS. PTCAS mm. is its own little beast. <laughs> and that in and of itself is a lot, but mostly just helping with the mental game of it. Mm. Like applying is a whole mental game um, and being able to have people that got it, like understood, but not only that, that were like, yeah, this sometimes does suck and being okay with that. Instead of being like, you know, you're telling me it sucks. Why are you still doing this? You know? And, and it's not that those people like wanted to discourage me. It's out of like, you don't want to hear somebody that you care about going through something that is unpleasant. Yeah. Right. Um, and for you, for, for me, I had, you know, you Casey and my coach like in the corner, like, cheering me on like okay yes you hit us a roadblock but what is the solution mm. As a, oh well you hit a roadblock better turn back mm. <laughs> mercy mercy now after all that tell us about the day you finally got accepted into pt school the first time <laughs> keyword first time and, no. then, and then and then and then girl listen i need them to hear this i need them to hear this because what like we're not in here just to hype people up i want i want them to hear real stories i want them to hear real people that have struggled with the same stuff they're struggling with okay cool so like i want you to tell them like about the day you got a sentence of pt school tell us about that day and then tell us what happens so i woke up and I did what most people do our age. And I check, you know, social media, emails and everything like that. And wait, can we go back to the interview? <laughs> like just the interview. <laughs> like, now that I'm thinking about it, yo, two years ago, I was begging for an interview. I got an interview. <laughs> do you mind, Joseph? Can we go back to the interview? Cause- Girl, it's your time. It's your time. You go. <laughs> I was floored. Like even just to get an interview, like I, 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 my jaw just dropped. I was so excited and I was like, oh my gosh, like I might actually have like opportunity to like speak my truth and like actually be in a room with somebody that decides my fate. Okay, great. That, and that was, I was just so excited. I was so, so excited. So I went to New York and I did the interview, came back two days later. So I, I woke up, checked social media, checked my emails and got the acceptance letter. And I remember just sitting on my bed and I was like shaking. I was like, this is not real. This is not real. No, stop. And I refreshed the page. This is how paranoid I was. Just to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> I refreshed my email. I was like, nah, we got to make sure. And I remember I just started crying. Like, and it was just like a release, a complete, mm. like, total body release and I remember thinking back to 
the times I was in class and I was like, man, do I want to do this anymore? Mm. The times of like studying and having to say no to going out or doing something else. And I was like, it just, it just really came in. And I was like, this is a thousand percent worth it. Like when you're in the midst of it, it's like, am I even going to make it? Is this, is this time and this energy, you put a lot of energy into it. Is this even worth it? And in all that, came rushing back to me those you know late hours in the library those study sessions those like endless google questions right um that all hit me at once and i was like it it actually happened it actually happened tell us about today i was uh (laughs) i was driving and i saw a phone number pop up and i usually don't answer random phone calls because it's telemarketing i know everyone gets it and and i was like let's give it a whirl and i answered and um it was the advisor and she's like i have a pleasure of telling you something and i'm driving i'm like wait i I don't know what to do wait wait and she told me that i was accepted to samuel marriott (laughs) can we just give her a round of applause y'all can we just can we just like celebrate with her real quick? That is the story though, because it gets better. <laughs> and I was I was literally driving and she was like, everyone was hands down so impressed with your application. Um, we were talking about it for weeks and we were just so excited to <laughs> thank you, Ariana. <laughs> thank you, everyone. <laughs> uh, we we're so excited to let you know that we will be having you on board in 2020. And not only that, we loved all your essays and you will be getting a scholarship um, to, oh God, I'm gonna cry again, ah! <laughs> uh, to physical therapy school. And I was like, wait, there's more icing on top of the cake? What, wait, what? Um, and I was literally driving. And I was like, oh my God, you're gonna make me crash because I immediately started crying. You I was, I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it was, it was really, really great. And I, I just, I was just so thankful um, because I just wasn't expecting it and remembering the, the tiresome nights of putting that packet together and kind of shipping it away to hear it benefit was really, really great. So it was, it was super, super rewarding. I don't know what else to say. Um... <laughs> one one you already know how i feel about it <laughs> like i you deserve it so much you do and yeah. I, mean, I, I know it's overwhelming to you but look at all the other people that are hyped for you we all know it we all know it and um i'm insanely proud of you i'm, I'm so glad you didn't quit on your eighth grade dream i'm glad that now you got options going into the i mean look at that girl you not only did you get interviewed, you got <laughs> options now i mean shoot i don't know i don't know what better what better way to go into 2020 but, but, but the honest truth is you deserved it but but what i want you to understand is it's simply a byproduct of you not pulling the plug and you asking okay what i'm seeing doesn't seem to make sense there has to be a different way of going about this whole thing there has to be a different way and for those of y'all watching this right now um I don't know where you are on your journey as a free PT. I don't. I don't know if you're applying right now. I don't know if you're applying in two years. I don't. What I do know is that Niasha is 
a perfect example of what it looks like to not pull the plug. Like I said, I mean, let me ask you this, Niasha. Like, it was worth it. Like, like how worth it was it? I would pay for the acceptance system like four more times. I mean, like, forget even like, the acceptance system. Like, your journey as a pre-PT, was it worth it to, to, to get this far? thousand percent worth it. The time, the energy, the tears, the chemistry, right? Oh, we've, all, we've all been yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> but like looking back, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm super, super happy I didn't pull the plug. But the reality is it was close. And, and to know that there are other PPTs like me and knowing how much I wanted it and how much I want to change the field kind of makes me sad to think that there were other like pre-PTs that pulled the plug. Because I know what I want to bring to the table. I know what I currently bring to the table. And to think that some people were turned away makes me upset. It makes me really upset. If that's you, because I'm going to ask Niasha one last thing. I'm going to have her give her her final piece of wisdom now that she's on the other side of the pre-PT river. Uh, for, for those of y'all that are watching this right now, we're in 2020. Like y'all, time isn't slowing down. It's just speeding up. And, and 2020 is a beautiful year. Shoot, Niash and I are both hyped for 2020. But I don't know if you are. You, you, you might be looking into 2020 saying like, I'm feeling a lot of those same fears going into this next cycle. You might be going to 2020 saying, I actually just applied this past cycle. I'm still waiting. I'm, I'm still, I'm scared that it's going to happen again, or it's going to happen the first time. I'm scared that I'm, I'm getting rejected for sure. I'm like, I've been trying to retake my GRE and I, I just feel like it's just happening over and over and over again. If that is you, y'all, it, it, it can stop. You can make it stop. And, and it's not, it's not like, it's not a byproduct. Like, it's not about you just saying, Hey, I'll just apply until it happens. Because clearly, as Niaz just told y'all, that's not how it works. Many of you have been taught to apply by just, let's just do everything general. Let's just do what everyone else is doing. And you know what's crazy about it? It's like, we've been trained to think, the more I look like everyone else applying, the better of a chance I have. How nonsensical does that really sound? It, it makes no sense. Oh, my friend has a 3.5, they're applying. I should have at least 3.5 in order to be a viable applicant because I'll look more like them. It's just two of y'all now. Like, so, so, so the honest truth is like, you can't play this by just trying to be like everyone else. But we want to give you the ability to control that. Because one thing I know is that when you feel like you're in control, when you feel like you have the ability to make those decisions and know exactly what to do, that's when beautiful things happen. That's when beautiful things happen. That's when you turn into Niasha 10.0 or whatever she's calling herself now, because she's pretty badass. But, 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 but how we did it is we made it super simple. If you guys want it, go to www. It's a free training, www.acceptancenavigator.com. It's lit, like it's the steps that we used to help Niasha become who she is today, y'all. Stop playing with your career. Stop playing with your career. And really what I hope this did for y'all is it showed y'all I have no excuse to not get into the dream I want. Not my background, not, not what I don't see in the profession, not my GPA, not previous rejections, none of that, none of it. So if you want control of that, if you want to say, I'm tired, Joseph, I'm tired, Niasha, I'm ready to join y'all on the other side of the river, then, then 
finish this live training and then go to www.acceptancenavigator.com and take control of your career, y'all. I want more stories like Miyasha's this year, just like Miyasha's. I want this to be the norm. The question is, do you want it to become your norm? And Miyasha, as we wrap it up tonight, I, like, what are your words of wisdom? What is something that you can leave pre-PTs that are currently stuck, pre-PTs that are currently at that point, yo, <laughs> your dance partner, like pre-PTs that are also in the same place. <laughs> like, like, like what, what would you tell them tonight now that you're on the other side? Now, after even what happened today, Still, I don't even think you fully believe that today happened yet, right? Like, like after it all transpired the way it did, what can you tell the people that are listening to this live replay, whatever? Like, what can you tell them to empower them before we end this recording tonight? I would definitely say, I hate to say it, but misery loves company. So I really, I know, I know, we're we're the one. I, yeah. I saved water. Next live stream, next live, we do, I'm bringing tea. Like, I'm gonna have like a little teacup and I'm just gonna be there sipping the whole time. Just, I'll take my water. Go on right ahead. Misery loves what? Company. Uh. Uh, <laughs> you really go. <laughs> I want y'all to hear the gulp. Lord have mercy. So, I was watching Greg's live stream yesterday. Yeah. And, he mentioned that when, when people try and show a vision or show a solution to yeah. a problem, yeah. a lot of the time they're scared. Yeah. And because they're scared, they want, <laughs> hi Gail, <laughs> they want everyone else scared because the number game and comfort is a heck of a thing. Mm. So when I'm talking to physical therapists that might not see my vision for innovation, might not see my vision for how I can impact millions of people, they're discouraging me because they're scared. Yeah. They're scared of the unknown and they don't, they're so used to a certain box that was shaped for physical therapists how many years ago? And they are not able to see that yet. And so my encouragement to physical therapy students, pre-physical therapy students would be, be around or find people that instead of saying, no, you shouldn't do that. You know, what are you doing? You're only pre-PT. You shouldn't be able to do that. No, 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 no. Go, go, go do more clinicals, go, go take more prereqs. Like, no, no, no. Find people that are actually like, hmm, that's interesting. Tell me more, tell me more. And if, if somebody is trying to put you in that box, recognize that they can only help you per their own knowledge and keep going and try and find as many resources as possible. And lastly, get more in touch with your why. That was one thing that I would definitely say pushed me, I think, beyond my own physical exhaustion, my own mental exhaustion, was aligning myself more with my why. Because my why is so much beyond me, myself, that if I quit, I'd be letting down so many other people. 
I'd be letting down like my future patients that I'm trying to help all like whoever you're trying to help whatever community do it for them mm. I know when I was when I was going through those last couple of stretches where I was hitting that mental fatigue and you said it best during my application cycle it's not even about you and through that I was able to dig I remember that call <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah man. that call right there was where I was like okay Niasha come on pull it together because when awesome. you have something that you're fighting for that is outside of yourself you are able to dig so much deeper yeah. trust me trust me there's a community that the neuro neurological community that I'm fighting for is so much more than me becoming a physical therapist yeah so much more I see how I can impact their lives. I, I, I do it every single day at, at a minute level, but if I'm able to now expand that, mm. I couldn't even imagine the possibilities. Yeah, literally, I, I just want to hit end because I don't know what else to say. Niash said it all. Um, can we just give her a round of applause, y'all? Can we just say like, thank you or something for, for Niash just taking time out of her evening uh, to inspire the heck out of y'all with her story? I hope y'all learned something tonight. I really do. And, and if you're stuck and you want to hear more, just feel free to reach out to her. I mean, Niash is a cool people just kind of message you and say, hey girl, like I got some questions. Cool, like reach out to her y'all. She's, she's absolutely inspirational, but, but, but I hope y'all learned something tonight. I hope y'all learned that it's not, stopping the dream is, is really not an option anymore. <laughs> and, 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 and it's, it's close. It's close. Um, and then that's it. I hope y'all were inspired. Y'all have an amazing one. Much love. Appreciate every single one of y'all. Uh, go to the acceptance navigator.com if y'all want in on exactly what helped Miasha crush it. Y'all have a blessed one. Much love. Deuces. What is up, guys? You've been listening to the Pre-PT Grind podcast, where we don't just help you get into PT school, but our mission is to make you the best physical therapist you can possibly be. And I have a quick question for you. Did you enjoy this episode? And if you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread our message of helping pre-PTs get into physical therapy school without wasting time and money is if you rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast. What this basically does is tell the platforms out there that we're on is that you like our stuff, that we're doing something right, and that we're bringing value to you all, our audience. So if you can take about three seconds out of your day to rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast and tell your friends about Pre-PT Grind, we would be forever, forever grateful to all of you. So thank you again for listening to another episode of the Pre-PT Grind podcast. We will see you on the next one.